Ciao, everyone. I'm Jacqueline DiGiorgio, and welcome or welcome back to the Milano Files, my podcast unearthing the food, beverage, and lifestyle culture in and around Milan, my adopted city and Italy's best unkept secret. Today, I'm going to discuss one of my favorite Milanese foods, Mondeghili, or Milanese meatballs. In his 1839 book, Vocabulario Milanese Italiano, or Milanese Italian Vocabulary, Francesco Cherubini defined a mandoghilo, the singular form of the word, as a type of meatball made with whipped meat, egg, and similar ingredients. But its origins precede the publication of Cherubini's work, dating back to when Milan was under Spanish rule, which lasted from 1556 to 1707. Like several beloved Italian dishes, mondeghili were born out of a zero-waste philosophy. They were crafted as a way of using all the leftover beef bits from other dishes, such as those boiled into beef broth, a fundamental of Milanese cuisine, and the stock comprising a quote, true, unquote, risotto alla Milanese. I point this out because nowadays people use other broths like chicken or vegetable for many reasons when making risotto alla Milanese, and that's fine. I don't judge. I'm just pointing out that the original recipe calls for beef broth. Nowadays, of course, mondeghili are made for the sake of making mondeghili, and unsurprisingly, recipes vary. The original recipe incorporated some salami and mortadella, so it isn't unusual to find versions containing bits of those cured meats, and they almost always contain parsley and some veggies like carrots. Everything is mixed before being hand-shaped and fried in butter or a combination of butter and oil, and they taste pretty darn glorious if I do say so myself. Tender on the inside, crispy on the outside, and it just doesn't get much better than that. You can find them in different shapes and sizes from the standard round to an oblong croquette to more of a flattened round hockey puck. As for the name, Divina Milano states that the Mondeghilo is derived from a Catalan meatball called albondiga, which derived from the Arabic word albunduk. I hope I'm saying these all correctly. And that it was the Arabs who apparently taught the Spanish how to make meatballs. It's said the term albondinga eventually evolved into albondeguito before morphing into mondeguilo. This is also noted on Wikipedia. In their book, Contemporary Milanese Cooking, Chef Cesare Battisti and food journalist Gabriele Zanatta, who appeared on the sixth episode of the Milano Files, wrote that mondeguili are enjoyed as a starter or a main course, and for the latter, they're accompanied by mashed potatoes. Italian food fun fact you can also find the typical red sauce meatballs, the kind some of us Americans might eat with spaghetti, served atop a bed of mashed potatoes here in Italy. Anywho, I digress. So in 2008, Mondeghili received DECO, or Denominazione Comunale, a status determined by the Commune of Milan. It's a territorial administration recognition determined by the importance of a gastronomic product to an area or a community. To any regular listeners experiencing déjà vu, this is the same title bestowed upon the barbellada, the Milanese hot chocolate coffee drink I discussed in the fifth episode. Where to have mondeghili when you're in town? Well, undoubtedly Ratana, the previously mentioned Chef Cesare Battisti's restaurant. This is actually the first place in Milan I ever tasted them. You can find them on a section of the menu before the appetizers titled In the Meanwhile. You can enjoy them as a pre-appetizer or even as an appetizer, or you can nosh on them during an aperitivo, the Italian pre-dinner drink ritual that Ratana also executes brilliantly. 
They're served in a paper cone, and you can just pick them up and eat them with your hands. Chef Pierre Maria Trisquita's Mondigiliat roast are undercut with a subtle, pleasant lemon flavor. And at Frangente, Chef Federico Sisti makes mini Mondigili, or at least they were mini the last time I had them there, which was about a year ago. They're accompanied by salsa verde, or green sauce, a parsley-based sauce that's also served alongside meat dishes. At Trattoria del Nuovo Macello, an excellent contemporary Milanese spot, Chef Giovanni Traversone serves his over a swirl of sweet and sour tomato and smoked carrot sauces. At Riso e Latte, Mondegili are served with house-made mayonnaise, which I didn't touch when I had the Mondegili because if you know me, you know I have a strong aversion to mayonnaise. If you're passing through Peck, you can usually pick some up from the Tavola Calda section, the area where the ready-to-eat food is displayed. You can also find them on the menu at classic old-school trattorias like Antica Trattoria della Pesa and Algarguet, among others. If you're not heading to Milan anytime soon and want to try Mondegili for yourself, I'm including a link in the show notes to the recipe for Ratanaz. Cesare's version calls for soaking stale bread in milk. The recipe is in Italian, but it's not too challenging to decrypt with the help of an Italian-English dictionary or deliberate and thoughtful use of, say, Google Translate. And that's all I got today. As usual, you can find the links to the sources I use for today's episode, the establishments mentioned, and any other pertinent info in the show notes. Thank you all so, 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 so much for listening to the Milano Files, and alla prossima!